Hey guys, what is going on? In this video, we're talking about how to vlog, the complete basics and the beginner's guide to vlogging and some important information that you guys should know about when you're starting on your vlogging journey. I know there's a lot to unpack in this video, so if there's anything specific that you're looking for, in the description below, I'm gonna time code the different sections that I'm talking about, shooting, editing, posting, you know, all that good stuff. Okay, so vlogging is kind of an important part of the YouTube culture, and it's actually expanded beyond YouTube. A lot of people just in general are vlogging to connect with their audience. Vlogs are an important part of businesses nowadays. It's an important part of your brand. So to connect with your audiences, vlogs allows you to step into your world and give your audience a kind of behind the scenes look at you and your life. Now with that said, not everyone's gonna be vlogging and doing the whole daily vlogging thing. I think that's a little bit crazy because it's so much work to do a vlog every day unless you are a specific daily vlogger. I've had a lot of people recently ask me about how to vlog and how to create engaging vlogs. So that's why I'm putting this video together to help my friends out and to help all of you out so that you can create better content. Okay, let's get into the gear. That is the first section, the tools. These are the things that you need to create your vlog. And at its very core, you just need a camera. Because if you can tell a compelling story or give someone some insight into you as a person, it doesn't matter the tools you're doing it with. However, you're gonna wanna progress, you're gonna wanna get better tools, you're gonna wanna get better cameras, microphones, all that, as you get more and more into vlogging. So the essentials are a camera, and beyond a camera, a stick or a tripod to hold the camera and a microphone to capture better audio. At the very basic, that is the vlogger's setup and the, that is the essentials that you need. Now personally, depending on the situation, I've had different variations of this. Sometimes I just use a camera by itself, but that's just because of the situation that I'm in. So one camera that's really good for vlogging is the GoPro. It's just an easy camera to have in your pocket and take it wherever you need to go. It's also waterproof, shockproof, all that good stuff. And it captures a decent image that's wide. So you can hold it out, out away from your face and you can get it that good shot. And there's also some extra features on the GoPro which help out a lot. Another camera which most of you have in your pocket right now is your phone. And your phone is an important tool because you have it with you. It's there all the time and it captures good video, it captures good audio. So it's a great camera to start with to, to learn how to vlog and to do all that. But if you wanna step it up and you wanna actually get better at vlogging, you're gonna to wanna to use a bigger camera with a microphone. So personally, I use the Panasonic GH5. It's an awesome camera. Before this, I was using the GH4. I've also used Sony a6500, a6300. I like to have a smaller camera, something that's not super heavy, but something that I can also bring in a microphone into. And the microphone that I use is the Rode VidMic Pro. This thing is awesome. It's a great microphone to get good sound out of you know doing vlogs and doing videos on the go. And the last piece is the stick. A lot of people use like a Joby tripod, one of those bendy tripods. I did that for a while. I actually like a smaller footprint, so I found a little mini tripod. It works well, it allows me to set the camera down, still have that tripod shot, but then also I can hold it as a stick and it's not as big as the Joby. So links to all the equipment that I'm talking about in this video are down in the description if you wanna check out the exact tools that I use and you can get a sense of the cameras I'm using to create my vlogs. Like I said earlier, at its very core, you just need a camera and then from there, a stick and a microphone and that is your basic vlogging kit. 
And one more thing about the camera that you're using, you just gotta use the camera that makes sense in the situation that you're filming. So if we were doing something like river rafting, we're gonna be just using the GoPro because it's waterproof, it's easy to have on me. I attach it to my helmet, attach it to a stick, and then I can pull it off and also vlog with it. So if you're in a situation where you don't wanna destroy a camera because you're in water, snow, who knows what it is, you're just in a situation where, you know, holding a bigger camera with a microphone doesn't make sense, it's not a big deal, just use a smaller camera, something that works for the situation. But if you do have the bigger setup, you're gonna to wanna to use that as much as possible because you want to get the best footage you can possible no matter what situation you're shooting. So if you have a GH5 with a microphone and a stick, use that as much as possible and then change over to things like the GoPro or the phone depending on the situation. Okay, let's get into shooting. This is the fun part. This is, you know, shooting all the content, going and doing the adventure, exploring and capturing it. But there's a lot more to shooting than just going out and just going for it and just shooting every little bit about your day. No one cares about your day. I'm just gonna put it out there. Nobody really cares because a vlog at its core is not just a follow me along and see what I do in a day. Sometimes those are interesting if you're really interested in the person as an individual, but a lot of times vlogs need to be more than just following someone around. When you follow someone around, that's a really boring vlog and that's what a lot of people do when they first start shooting vlogs because they think that that's what a vlog is. A vlog is just following someone on their day. Do, 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 do. This is so cool. Look, I'm eating breakfast. I'm, you know, shaving my face. I'm gonna go down to the store today. Like that kind of vlogging is really boring unless you have a big following and a lot of people that are actively engaged with you as a person. If someone likes you, then they're gonna wanna watch your vlog. But if somebody doesn't know you and they stumble upon that, they're gonna have no interest and they're gonna click off. So to shoot an interesting vlog, you're gonna need to have a story. You're gonna have to have a journey of some sort, or you're gonna have to be funny, or be going to an event. Like there's gotta be some sort of story that goes throughout your day. And you gotta think of it as a film. As Casey Neistat said when he first started vlogging, he's gonna make a film every day, not a vlog. And that's the whole thing. You gotta treat it as a film. So when you're shooting a film, you have a story, you have a beginning, a middle, and an end and you tell your story through a, a plot. And a plot could be a hero's journey, it could be a quest, it could be a tragedy. Like, there's different ways to think about story and story structure. When I'm shooting my vlogs, a lot of times when we're traveling, I'm just going on a journey, so I'm taking someone along on the journey. And when I'm thinking about it, I'm not gonna vlog unless there is a trajectory from like, I'm starting here, I'm ending here, I wanna take people on this journey to see what it is that I'm doing. So if I'm in Thailand and I'm gonna go see the elephants, my journey is to meet the elephants, do the experience, and see the bigger picture of elephants by the end of the entire vlog. And that's what I did with the vlog when I was in Thailand. I wanted to talk about the bigger issues with elephants as a whole, I wanna show a proper interaction if you are a tourist that is going to Thailand. There is some planning and there is some thought that goes in before you even start rolling the cameras. You just gotta think about what it is that you're gonna to wanna to vlog about and try to come up with a bigger overall story to fit your daily vlog. And with that, you're gonna to wanna to be able to have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and you're gonna to wanna to do the basics of story that you see in films and you see in every book out there. You don't wanna just start shooting and just think that you're gonna have a cool, interesting vlog just by spraying the camera everywhere you go. 
Okay, a couple more points besides the whole story aspect of shooting a vlog is the main aspect of a vlog is basically engaging with you as a creator. So you're gonna be filming yourself. You're gonna be, that's why you have a stick and that's why you have a microphone and a camera is pointing at you is you're filming yourself, you're giving your journey, your experience to your viewers. So you'll turn the camera around and obviously show everything else that's going on, but at its core, you're filming yourself. So you're gonna either hold the camera out in front of you, or you're gonna set the camera down and walk up to the camera and talk to the camera. You just gotta find creative ways to talk to the camera and be an engaged creator with your audience. You're having a conversation back and forth. Find ways to talk to your audience and don't just make them a passenger on the train of your journey through the day or whatever it is that you're filming. You wanna be actively engaged with them. You wanna have conversations and you wanna to talk to them. All right, so we picked up our friends, Autumn and Katie. They're back there. They'll say hello in a bit because they want to shower. But uh, I have Katie's bag. She had a little bit of an accident. She uh, flipped a motorcycle like two days ago, yesterday. Okay, another key point about shooting is don't be afraid to vlog. If you're out in public, people are going to look at you. It's just, it is what it is. You're holding a camera in front of your face and you're pointing it at yourself. People know what vloggers are nowadays. Like you'll be in situations where people will be like, oh, it's a vlogger. Just don't be afraid. And that's like a key thing here. When you're being a vlogger, you can't be afraid to shoot things. You just got to shoot everything. And if something happens, something happens. If someone tells you to put down the camera, We'll put down the camera, but don't be afraid to put up the camera and shoot to begin with. I've been shut down plenty of times where I've been shooting in situations where, you know, they just didn't want cameras there. So I was in an airport in Belize or Mexico and I was shooting myself talking to camera. I definitely have had security tap me on the shoulder and be like, you gotta put this away. What are you filming? And start questioning me. I gotta get out of here. So I'm for sure getting out. So I'm headed over to the other airline a little bit later. Gonna sit at the airport all day. But you know, it is what it is. I'm gonna get home today and not be waiting around. That was a mess. United, Journals, Olympics. But it just is what it is. You just gotta own it and you just gotta go for it. Stop caring about what other people think because as a vlogger, you're putting your content out there for other people to look at you. So you're gonna have to just not care at all about other people is really own it, really believe in what you're doing is something that is entertaining and enjoyable to watch for your viewers. Okay, some vloggers don't do a lot of this, but I personally think this is a key ingredient and that is capture a ton of B-roll and make it cool cinematic B-roll. So I've done a ton of videos on my channel about how to get cinematic footage. Watch those if you're looking for ideas on ways to get cinematic footage. But for me, what I do is I capture a ton of slow motion footage. I capture a ton of drone shots, a ton of just B-roll in general. And if you wanna know more about what B-roll is, I'll put a link in the description below to another video of mine about the importance of B-roll. But B-roll is essentially the stuff that ties everything together. So you have your story, you have all your talking bits of you, and now you're gonna want the B-roll to make your project more exciting, to make your video more engaging, to see the location that you're at, to just make the vlog a more exciting thing to watch. So, lots of B-roll. Shoot a lot of B-roll. Just shoot everything that you're doing and shoot B-roll around it. Come up with new cinematic creative ways to tell the story and not just talking to camera all the time. And going along with this is just shoot more than you think. So this is also your storyline and also your B-roll. Everything, just shoot more than you think because when you get into editing, you'll realize that you use a lot more footage than you think to edit a vlog. 
I've shot multiple days and trimmed it down to a five minute vlog because the storyline only fit the five minutes that I actually captured within that those days, even though I shot a ton of footage. And so that brings us into editing. So now let's get into editing and let's talk about how you edit a vlog so it's more impactful and so that your viewers wanna watch it. You shot all this awesome content, you have a idea and a storyline that you wanna to put together, create a vlog for your viewers. So the key to start any edit process with a vlog or a film or anything that you're doing in general is that you just need to know your footage. So before you even start cutting, bring all your footage into your software. I use Final Cut X and what I do is I scrub through all my footage just to see what I've shot, to see all the things that I've captured throughout my day or throughout my week, whatever it is that I'm vlogging about, just so I know all the footage I have. So if there is major gaps, if there is something I didn't even remember that I shot, I know about it. So when I start editing, it makes it a lot easier to be like, yes, I have that, I'm gonna put that in the edit, or I gotta figure out a creative way to jump from this to this. And now that goes into the second part, which is editing. And editing is fairly easy. Most vlogs are beginning to end and the way you shoot is in the way you edit. So you're starting at the beginning of your day and you're ending at the end of your day. So it's very easy to edit a vlog. Me, when I use Final Cut, because of the magnetic timeline, I'll take all the footage and literally drop it into the timeline and just start at the beginning and work my way through. And that's because everything is basically time of day, starts at the beginning and it ends at the end, like I was saying. So I'm able to just drop it all on my timeline and just start working through and cutting it all up. It makes it go really fast and I can cut my vlogs in like an hour, two hours, depending on what the situation was. Obviously some vlogs take a lot more effort, but some of the more basic ones, I can chop them up super quick by just dropping all the footage into the timeline and just going for it. An important thing to realize when you're editing your footage is this concept I learned way back in college. One of my professors taught me this. He said, kill your babies, which is a really horrible thing to say. It's one of those things that will destroy a project because people spend all this time and effort to get these awesome shots. Well, if they don't fit the story, if they don't fit the vlog, then you just need to take them out. And it's one of those things, because you're shooting, editing, and doing everything, you can't put weight on shots just because of how long or how complex the shot was when you were on set shooting or out in your day shooting. You have to think about the project from a different standpoint, and when you're editing, you just need to look at the footage objectively. And that's the key, is if that shot maybe took two hours to do this cool time-lapse, it has this movement, but it doesn't fit the video at all, you're gonna just have to take it out and you're not gonna have to get emotional about it. And that's one of the things about filmmaking that's tough and one of the hardest things when you're shooting and editing your own content is that you are removing a ton of stuff that you put time and effort into and you know that this shot is so epic and so cool, but if it doesn't fit the storyline, if it doesn't fit the overall thing that you're doing with your vlog, then you just gotta cut it out completely. And it's tough, but it's something that you just gotta do. And then one last tip when you're editing, just always be on the lookout for a hook. And a hook is basically a really interesting, you know, 10 to 15 second piece within your entire vlog that will get your viewers' attention to keep watching. And that hook you'll put at the beginning of your vlog, whether it's a sentence that someone said or an action where like you're falling off a cliff into a water, like something where people are like, I wanna know more of that. What's gonna happen? What's going on? You're basically setting up the video so that people are like, I want to see what happened with that. You're gonna take that chicken and you're gonna blow as hard as possible. You're gonna get as close as possible now. I want you to get closer, closer, much closer. 
A little closer. More closer. Alright. Blow! Drop that chicken! So it could be somewhere, anywhere in your vlog, and it's basically just a moment or an idea that captures your viewer's attention. And that is an important part of a vlog because it, it gets the people in, then they watch your vlog, you have your beginning, middle, end, you tell your story, and that's how you keep people on your channel and get them to subscribe. All right, let's go over the final touches, and this is the upload process. Now you have a awesome vlog, everything's done with it, you're like ready to share this. Personally, I put all my vlogs on YouTube. Other people will use other social media outlets, but we're talking YouTube here. What you're gonna to wanna to do is create a compelling title and a compelling thumbnail so that people wanna click it. Because people, if they don't even have that compelling element of a thumbnail and a title, they're not gonna click on your video. So a good way to do this is look at a bunch of vloggers and just look at the different styles in which they do their thumbnail and they do their titles and, and think of ways that you could do your title and your thumbnail so that someone will click on your video. But on the other side of it, you don't wanna be clickbait where you have some obnoxious thumbnail or obnoxious title that someone clicks on and the video has nothing to do with what that is. You gotta be engaging, but you can't be clickbaity. So another good tool that I use is TubeBuddy. It's a Chrome extension and it allows you to give a lot of analytics and a lot of different things when you're uploading your video. So it's a great tool to use for sure. And I've put a link in the description below so you can check that out. But I use it all the time to figure out keywords, titles, to just get a general sense of how my past titles and my past icons and things like that are working so that as I move forward and shoot more vlogs, I can create more engaging thumbnails and titles and keywords and tags and descriptions so that people click on my videos and stay actively engaged and become a subscriber and someone who actually follows my content on the regular. One more thing is that once you post, you don't wanna just let your video die. You wanna share it if you have other social networks that could get more eyeballs on the video. So if you just posted on YouTube, you don't wanna just let it die there. You want to reach out to your, your Instagram followers or your Facebook followers and say, hey, check out my video. Just getting more eyeballs on your video as a whole is gonna help get it more attention and hopefully make the algorithm put your video in other places. And that's what's happened with some of my videos in the past. You know, I've posted them in different places. I've posted things on Reddit or Facebook groups for stuff that makes sense and people will actively engage with that. And I've driven a lot of followers from say a Reddit post where it fits with whatever Reddit that I'm posting it in. So think of different ways that you could get more eyeballs on your video that are outside of where you posted it. Okay, and let's go over my final thoughts. So I've done almost 200 vlogs up until now. I started out doing daily vlogs because I thought I wanted to do the whole daily vlogging thing. And the daily vlogging thing is tough and it's hard. And like I said, unless you can come up with a unique film every day, Daily vlogging does not make sense at all, and it's really hard to do, and it puts a strain on everything in your life. You look at some of these big daily vloggers, and they only do it for so long before they crack, before something major happens, before they do something that's just really ridiculous and dumb, and they just completely are oblivious to it because they're so wrapped in this world of daily vlogging. However, I think that all of us as filmmakers can benefit from doing a period of daily vlogging because putting that pressure on yourself to create a film every day gets you to be more creative and gets, gets you ways to create new stories out of basically nothing. As a filmmaker, as a YouTuber, 
I think everyone should try daily vlogging for a couple weeks, maybe a month, and just go for it. And see how you can create compelling stories when you're pressured to do it day in and day out. And that practice is what gives you the knowledge so that when you're creating vlogs in the future, you create interesting vlogs and not ones that are just boring and dumb. Now, I've definitely created my fair share of boring vlogs in the past. I've shot 200 which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, there's other vloggers out there that have done thousands. For me, it started out doing the daily thing. I started doing then just travel. And now I'm realizing more and more that it's events, it's specific things that I'm going to capture. And that's when I'm going to vlog. I'm not going to vlog all the time. There's just no reason to vlog all the time. It just doesn't make sense for me. But if I'm doing something really cool, like for example, I was just in New Zealand and me and Rachel did some really awesome hikes. Well, I'm gonna vlog the experience of that hike so someone can come on that journey with me as I take on a mountain. And that's a really interesting vlog. And there's obviously is a lot more story that goes into it. The main story is obviously the journey from the bottom of the hill to the top but there's more that goes into it. So you have your micro stories that go within each vlog. And that's one last thing I wanna talk about and touch on is that you're gonna have your big overall story, what it is that you're vlogging about. If you're a comedy vlogger, it might just be that you're, you know, you're just showing a bunch of different little skits or things like that, different things within the vlog itself. If you're like me and you're a travel vlogger, you're gonna be doing an experience and that is your overall story. But within every vlog, you're gonna have little mini stories. So for example, when I was in Belize with my buddy, bigger overall picture of the vlog was about scuba diving and learning how to scuba dive. But there were these micro stories that I told within it. And one of them was about, you know, the taco stand we found behind our hotel. And it was like an awesome local taco stand. And I made a little mini story out of it. And all of your stories, no matter if they're the big overarching story or they're the micro story within, they need to have a beginning, a middle and an end. And to do that, you just need to be more vocal and explain things on camera. And so a lot of times what I'll do is before I go into a situation, I'll explain everything that's going on. Like, Okay, so one of the guys in our hotel told us that there's some fabulous tacos right down the street. We're on a taco run. And ZS uh, wore his smart shirt. What I'm doing, where I'm going what I expect to happen, just talk a lot about it. I'll do the experience, that's your middle. And then at the end, I wrap it up and kind of sum it up and talk about my experience or, you know, find some way to wrap it up what it is that I just did. So these tacos are amazing. ZS, what's your verdict? Delicious. Definitely, when you travel, it's, it's all about eating locally. Eating from the local taco stand is much better than, you know, eating tacos from the overpriced restaurant. Now you're not always gonna use this footage, but always having something before and something after the event that it is that you're doing gives you the ability in your post-production to be able to cut a beginning, middle, and end if there's not another way to cut it. So I always set up stories and I always end them, even if I'm not gonna use that footage in the edit. So something to think about when you're going into situations, just set things up, do your vlog, do whatever, and then wrap it up at the end of the day. I always do this. I always try to sit down and have a conversation with you guys as the viewers about what just happened, wrap up the day, say goodbye, do all that stuff. And you do that with each situation that happens within your vlog that could be a story and a key element to something that's going on. And we are back in LA. What is up? So I'm sure you're wondering what happened with the drone because that's where I last left you off in Nicaragua. But we got the drone back and it ended up being a bigger hassle than expected. You might use the footage, you might not, but it's always good 
to have more footage than to have less. All right, guys, that was a lot of information. This is everything that I've learned over the past couple of years of shooting vlogs. And I hope that this information will help you become a better vlogger in your future vlogging journey. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button. There's a ton of awesome tutorials on this channel. I've got a lot of cinematic footage, a lot of photography, and I've also got my vlogs. So go through, check some of those out, get some inspiration for your own vlogs. Also check out my Instagram, at Jevin Dovey, and I'll see you on the next one.